Now, on this Invest Talk podcast, Steve Peasley listens to your questions and provides unbiased answers. Invest Talk, over 31 million downloads and counting. I wanted to get your opinion on ticker symbol. I just really like it as a long term play. Uh, appreciate the show, appreciate all the knowledge. Thanks, guys. Your participation makes it unique. 888 99Chart. This podcast is produced by KPP Financial. Steve Peasley, President. KPP Financial. Independent thinking, shared success. And now today's podcast. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to Invest Talk. It is Friday, September 3rd, 2021. Summer's pretty much done, and we're moving into the fall. I th- what's an official day? I think September 21st. Is that the official start of fall? Anyway, it's still warm here in Southern California. September can be the hottest month of the year, actually, not necessarily August or July. September can be very warm in Southern California, just so you know. So, you know, we, 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 this is Invest Talk. I'm Steve Peasley, and we do this every day, Monday through Friday. We operate with our same mission statement every day, independent thinking and shared success. So we we make sure that we provide information. This is a call-in show where you get to ask questions about investments, about anything financial, really, whatever you want to do. We will be straightforward, simple. Uh, we'll provide as much information as we can, but, ch- but do remember, we're taking a quick look at things. We don't have time to delve into it deeply, so you still have to do your own homework on some of these things. We'll present the facts without any bias whatsoever. We don't buy information from or someone's opinion. We do buy raw data, but we don't buy opinions. We don't want them. We'll make up our own. And we'll share them with you. Again, as I said, I'm Steve Peasley. I encourage you to contact me with your financial investment questions. You get to take the show in the direction you want. Wherever wherever you want to go, we'll go. As long as it's financial. You can call me right now. We're live Monday through Friday. We're live right now, 4 to 5 Pacific time. Monday through Friday, 4 to 5 Pacific time. So you can ask your questions live. And if you can't do that, that's fine. You can call anytime and leave your questions on the machine. Our number, 888-99-CHART. So let's get right to the first question. Hi, this is Kevin from uh, San Jose. Got a question on Lucid, L-C-I-D. Is it a good time to buy? Thank you. L-C-I-D. Let's take a look. Lucid Group, Inc., Class A shares, designs, and manufacturers... Uh, captivating all electronic high-performance luxury vehicles. Hmm. Designs and manufacturers. Lucid Group. All electronic high-performance luxury vehicles. Hmm. I don't think I've heard this before. It's a very new company. Um, IPO'd back in, let's see. I don't know if it was IPO. It could have been because uh, it was flat for the first couple of months. Uh, it got up as high as $64. That was the last February. Um, now today it's nineteen dollars and fifty six cents. Is this a good price? Well, since it doesn't make money, doesn't show any sales. <laughs> how do I know? Uh, you can't tell. They're going to lose. A, a, they have a negative one cent a share cash flow. So this is not a company. 
They don't have sales. They don't have earnings. They have nothing. So, yeah, even though it's a $31 billion company, they don't really have, at least they're not reported, sales or anything. And they're losing a penny a share cash flow. I can't tell you. Is it a good price on a chart? Is it a price to get in at? Well, I can tell you there's a lots of support around $17, $18, and it's at $19.56. Uh, there's a lot of resistance around the high 20s, $28, $29, because that's what it's been trading in since last March. So I don't know why you would want to buy it, personally speaking, but that's that's up to you. My focus point today concerns a story about PayPal. PayPal. Did you know what PayPal might be adding a stock trading platform to its expanding lineup of financial services? They want to be, you know, they want to be like, um, in, they want to be like um, any other platform, E-Trade, Scott Trade, uh, Schwab, TD Ameritrade. Um, I don't think that, we're not talking about a Robin Hood type thing. I don't think that's what they're after. They just want to be a, they want to offer people using their services to buy and sell stocks, part of their financial system lineup. So we're going to talk about that. Also, we're going to come, um, the jobs report came out for uh, August. We'll discuss that. What's kind of disappointing? Uh, GM, General Motors, is halting production on almost all their plants in North America. Halting production. And did you also, since, you know, PayPal's doing this, well, so is China. China is establishing a new exchange in Beijing. Why are they doing that? They have the Hong Kong, which is a big exchange. So those are things we're going to talk about. But, of course, you come first. Whatever's on your mind, what do you guys want to talk about? You know, um, as I said, this is Invest Talk, and we'll go talk. We'll talk. We talk money here. We talk anything financial. So if you want to talk about insurance, we can talk about that. I just paid my homeowner's insurance and my auto insurance. We can talk about those. I'm I'm having pretty strong insurance background, so it's up to you. The market itself uh, was mixed. The Dow was down. What was that twenty? Was it down twenty five or seventy five? I wrote it down. Down 75, the NASDAQ up 32, and the SP down 2. So it was a mixed trading day with the old broader market kind of flattish. I'm surprised it did that well, if you don't want to know the truth, with the Josh report that came out. I'm surprised it, I'm surprised it was up at all, anything, mixed. I figured it would be down pretty strongly, but nope. So, and again, the market did start off down, but really wasn't that strong down. The Jaws report was pretty darn poor, but there may be some justification for it, so maybe I'll talk about that when we get to that part of the show. So 888-99-CHART is my number, 888-992-4278. Whatever you want to talk about, we'll talk about. We're headed into a brief break here. It's Friday, Friday the 3rd, September 3rd. So the podcast is packed. It really will be packed. So we want your phone calls. You make it happen. Call Invest Talk, 888 99Chart.
Summer's moving fast, and you can't afford to lose focus. So have your finance and investment questions ready and call Steve Peasley now. InvestTalk, 888-99-CHART. Hi, Steve and Justin. Long-time listener here from Minnesota. Love the show. Thank you guys very much for everything. I'm looking for a stock that would be a consistent grower and pay a dividend. And I've heard you guys mention that Kroger Foods, KR, ticker symbol, over time is usually a decent stock, I believe. I've noticed that this stock, however, has made a good run this year from 29 to 45 or something. I was wondering if this stock would still be something worth getting into or if I've missed the boat on this one already due to possible inflation stacking up and then also since the margins of profit for this sector aren't real great ones in that. So if I wouldn't, if it's not going to go up much more from where it currently is. So just wondering what your thoughts and opinions are in this stock, if I've missed the boat or if this still would be a good one to get into. Thank you. Look forward to hearing it on the podcast. Have a good day. Okay, this is Kroger. This is the grocery store. It operates 2,742 supermarkets, convenience stores, and jewelry stores under Kroger, Ralph's, and other names. And I say yes. You're too late to the party here. Um, it symbols KR. They're going to make $3.06 next year. They made $3.08 this year. That's what they're going to make anyways. Uh, but the stock is already at 46 and that you know, means the P.E. is kind of high, and and grocery stores always have a low P.E. This, their range is 9 to 17, so it never gets that high. Great company, though. Great return on equity, 30%. Great cash flow, 8%. Well, the stock moving up so high, the the P, the uh, dividend is now only 1.8%, so that's kind of kind of weak. So I, I'd say you're too late. I it, You'd have to have a pretty strong pullback, maybe into the into the low 30s, that's where I would try to pick it up. Not here. Too 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 late into the run myself. I, I just don't think it's a good idea. You know, I, as I said, you don't ever want to chase performance. That's not what your, your job is, not chasing performance. Your job is to look for solid companies and buy them when basically no one else is really paying that much attention to them. That would be the smart thing to do. Okay? But... Kroger is a little too late now. Let's go to Andrew in Las Vegas. Hi, Andrew. Hey, how's it going, Steve? Good. Thank you for the call. Uh, good. Thanks for taking it. I uh, just had a question on uh, Joanne Fabrics, uh, ticker symbol J-O-A-N. Um, I have a small position in my long-term portfolio on it. I know it had a pretty large pullback today uh, after an earnings miss. I'm uh, just wondering... What your thoughts on the on the outlook of the company is? I know you were bullish about it before. Just wondered if you're still if you still like the position or not. Yep. Uh, well, at the, after this great pullback, uh, big pullback, it got up to what seventeen dollars a share. You know, maybe. Yeah. But uh, let's see. Now it's at ten dollars. So yeah, this might be a good place to enter. Operates eight hundred fifty five retail stores in forty nine states, uh, selling fabrics and sewing accessories. Not the most exciting business. We all know that. Uh, they're pretty consistent in their earnings. They're going to make two dollars and eighty three cents this year. They made four dollars and thirteen cents last year because people probably staying home, right, and working right. on things. Next year they're going to make two ninety nine. So they're going to make about three dollars next year. It's a ten dollar stock. So it tells you it's a pretty low PE. Right? I mean, yeah. yeah. It's, so it's a very low, 
and they have, you know, it's not exciting company, but they pay a pretty nice dividend, 3.9%, and they have strong cash flow, $7.36. I mean, so it's a fairly new uh, public company, but it's been around forever, and it fell sharply on a disappointment. I think if, if this would where this is where I would buy it. If I was going to buy this stock, this is where I'd be buying it. This is cheap enough. Now, I don't think it's going to go back up more than $15, $16, though. I know that's probably where it would go. It might go to 14, between 14 and 16. I would probably sell it, get out. But the industry is this, this whole sector is pretty boring. So you're not going to have a lot of followers and not a lot of stock followers. My focus point today, thanks for the call, by the way, Andrew. My focus point today concerns the story behind the headline, PayPal might add a stock trading platform to its expanding lineup of financial services. PayPal. I don't see why not. It fits right into their whole, you know, pl- financial plan. Part of the, I, I like the idea. The stock market has been, you know, attracting new and a lot of new investors over the last couple of years. So uh, they just they just want to cash in on this this movement, which you, I don't blame them whatsoever. It, it fits right into a whole scheme of doing things. Uh, they have hired a, a, a CEO. This is brand new, by the way. This is what well, we're talking brand new. Uh, something that they have that we we haven't seen any. Activity. We have no idea when they're going to do this, other than that they've hired people and are getting ready to do it. So I expect it to be within the year that they'll have, you know, you'll be able to trade on the PayPal system. And I think it's going to be a winner for them. I do. So, I, I, you know, they, they've, um, I don't know if they're going to compete with with Robinhood. I don't think that that's they're going to be the direct. I don't know if it's going to be an app on your phone or, or I I don't know exactly. No one does. We haven't we haven't got any news on it. So just letting you know that it's happening. You're listening to Invest Talk. I'm Steve Peasley, and for investors, the need to remain vigilant never ends. So naturally. You will have to. You have to. You have to keep an eye on all your money. You just have. You, you gotta have questions. You gotta know what you're doing, and that's what we're here for. Give us a call. Eight 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 ninety nine chart. The stock market is volatile. It's constantly changing. So how are you positioned? Is your portfolio properly balanced, or are you taking unnecessary risks? You can get guidance anytime for free if you go to investtalk.com and take the brief Riskalyze quiz. Okay, the jobs report came out today. This would be August jobs report. 235,000 new jobs were produced in the month of August. They expected it to be 720,000, so less than half. If you remember right, the month before... July, we had over a tad over a million new jobs. The unemployment rate, though, went down 5.2% when it was 5.4%. That was the expectations. So how does that happen, you ask? Well, remember, the job market, people coming into the job market, people leaving the job market, and how they count makes it happen. 
They don't count people that fall off the unemployment rolls, by the way. They stop counting those as unemployed. One of the interesting stats on this report that I've been watching closely and I've been sharing with you, my concern is inflation. And the hourly salary went up six-tenths of 1%. They expected it to go up three-tenths of 1%, and it was up four-tenths of 1% the month before. So you got to keep – you look at the cost of goods and services – in, 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 with a, an eye to inflation, but you also have to look at salaries. Is that rising too? Now, it's great for the people getting the raises. I, I think that's great. And we know the quit rate, quit, people quitting their jobs is pretty high. That's a good sign that there's plentiful jobs and people, when they have a high quit rate, they're leaving because they think they can get more money and obviously the numbers are backing them up. They're getting higher salaries. In the 1980s, this was a cycle that got very vicious, raising prices, then raising salaries. Because the salaries went up, they raised prices more. And then because the prices went up, salaries were raised more. So it was a cycle, and it really got out of control. Not that I'm saying we are heading into that cycle, but this is the pattern that developed, and we see that happening I don't see any slowdown of inflation yet. The Federal Reserve is not worried about it, but I am. Okay, let's keep things moving and swing back to the Vestock Voice Bank questions. This came in earlier, 888-99-CHART. Hey, guys, this is Zach from Minnesota. Uh, I'm calling just to get your opinion on Triton International Limited, T-R-T-N. Just wondering uh, what your guys' outlook is on this company. It's a pretty nice dividend that I'm taking a look at. And from what I'm gathering off of the free financial sites here, it looks like the Ford PE is right around 7 with their next year earnings around uh, $8.50. So just wondering what your opinion would be on this, uh, this security. Thank you. Okay, this is uh, uh, Triton International Limited, symbol TRTN. Bermuda-based company provides chassis, dry freight, uh, dry freight, refrigerated special tank containers. That's what they do. Okay, it's a it's a company that's pretty strong. Earnings have been going up pretty consistently. They're going to make eight forty eight four dollars and forty three cents this year. That's up eighty percent from last year. So it's a very strong growth. Then eight fifty three. That growth is only going to be one percent next year. So everybody already knows about it, right? The stock is $55.21 a share. Looks like it's moved up. Uh, is it still a reasonable price? Yeah, it, it is still a reasonable price. Was at about uh, 7P going forward. The five-year range is five, as low as five, and as high as 34. Pretty good return on equity, but they have lots of debt. Cash flow is very strong at 13 $13.98. And yield is 4.1. I think the yield is pretty safe, the dividend yield. Will it go up higher? Well, it is a low-priced stock, even though it's moved up nicely this year uh, from, what, around 26 to 55. So it's already doubled. So it is reasonable. It's pretty low price. So I think, I think this is a pretty decent price. I really do. 
So I would take if I was interested in the stock, this is the price I would take a shot at it. I would. Symbol TRTN, everybody. TRTN. 888-99 chart. You know, when people listen to our 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 show, Vest Talk Podcast on iTunes, we ask them to review us if they would. And if they will, and if they do, we try to get to a question they might ask as fast as we can. So here's here's a couple. Uh, Yi, this uh, this show has made me a smarter and more profitable investor. It is the best free service I've found. I'm curious how you feel about Casey, C-A-S-Y, as a long-term hold. So C-A-S-Y, Casey. Uh, General Stores has 2,146 convenience stores in 16 Midwestern states. Uh, they're going to make $9.38 next year. It's a $206 stock. I think you're late to the game. It's already made a big move and is now on the upper end of its range of PE. Great company, just too expensive now. Okay? Just too expensive. So you got to wait for a, a decent pullback. It has pulled back, but not deep enough for, for it to make it a good buy. Okay? We're moving pretty fast, and we're going to have to take a break. It is Friday, so I'll be sharing highlights from the newsletter, the KPP Premium Newsletter. I'll be doing that pretty soon. Call me, 888-99-CHART. Let's say you've been thinking about learning a new language. Okay, why? I mean, how would it come in handy? And where would you want to use it? Could it be that you have an upcoming international trip? Or maybe you want to connect with family members or friends from a different culture? I think you should know about Rosetta Stone. With millions of users, it's been the world's most trusted language learning program for 30 years. Rosetta Stone is available on your desktop or as an app with audio companion and the ability to download lessons offline. Rosetta Stone truly immerses you in the language you want to learn. It has a built-in, patented speech recognition engine called True Accent. So as you practice speaking, you'll get feedback on how well you pronounce words. With Rosetta Stone, you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. It's an intuitive process designed for long-term retention. You really learn to speak, listen, and think in your new language. Rosetta Stone is an amazing value, so your special skill set is within easy reach. You know you want to do this, so don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, InvestTalk listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off now at rosettastone.com today. At this point, I think almost everyone has heard how generative AI promises to bring us to the next industrial revolution. AI is already shaping society with an impact on daily life that echoes the transformative significance of electricity or the internet. As we take steps to embrace the potential of generative AI, we need to remain vigilant with regard to its exploitability. This is where HackerOne comes in. HackerOne's AI Red Team addresses the novel challenges of AI safety and security for businesses that are launching new AI deployments. 
The HackerOne approach involves targeted offensive testing by harnessing the collective skills of ethical hackers who are proficient in AI and prompt hacking. In short, AI red teaming is the practice of stress testing AI models and deployments to make sure they can't be tricked into providing information beyond their intended use, and that security flaws can't be exploited to access confidential data or systems. HackerOne seamlessly integrates with your existing tools to enhance communication and collaboration across development, security, and IT teams. So, stay ahead of the game in the battle against cyber threats with HackerOne's attack resistance platform. Learn more at HackerOne.com. That's H-A-C-K-E-R-O-N-E.com. HackerOne.com. The markets react to uncertainty. Are you prepared? Is your portfolio balanced? Is it optimized? Your financial future depends on the answers to those questions. Steve Peasley is here now and he's ready to talk with you. Call Invest Talk 888-99-CHART. Okay, we're going to go talk to Gene in North Carolina and want to talk about rising wages. Hey, Gene. Hey, Steve. Thank you for taking my call. You were just talking about rising wages now and also in, was it the 70s or 80s you were talking about? Yes, uh uh-huh. They got in a cycle with inflation and wages, yeah. Yeah, I I agree that 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 happened back then, but I think the reasons for it happening back then were different than than what they are now. I agree. I think back in the 70s and 80s, it was more that I think that the unions were more – in the private sector were more powerful and they could demand more wages. And I remember there were nationwide yeah. strikes oh, in yeah. the airline industry and in the car making industry. Exactly. Yeah. You're, you're that's exactly not going right. on now. The reasons now obviously are different because of COVID and people changing jobs or being paid not to work. Yeah. I think that that's why inflation won't get out of control. And also we've been able to export it to foreign countries over the recent years. And, uh, that might still be able to do that. I'm just I'm, that's why I don't think we're going to get out of the out of control space. I just think we're going to be looking at elevated inflation, because you have a philosophy of bringing back wages, bringing back jobs to the United States and away from China. I think that's a pressure that way. I just think we're going to see higher wages and higher prices. Not that they'll be out of control, but yeah, pressure on the upside. Okay, but a good call, hey, and you're right. Okay, thank you. Appreciate it. He's right, everybody. There was a, it was very different. There was a lot more union activity back then. Today, the most unions, you know, there's an auto union, but they're not very strong for some reason. And most strong unions are in the public sector, which, you know, you know like teachers' union and public employees' unions, those things. That's where the unions are these days. On Fridays, I generally take time to take a quick rundown of the key benchmark numbers. Two-year Treasury yield uh, is at 0.206%. It was 0.227 last week, so it went down. Ten-year Treasury yield was 1.3, Last week it was 1.334, so it's pretty much the same. 
Gold prices, 1829 per ounce. Last week it was 1802, so it went up $27. Silver, 2477. Last week it was 2388. So, what, 90 cents or so? Uh, oil, 69. Have you noticed how oil prices for barrel are staying pretty high and pretty steady? 69.74 a barrel. Now, last week it was $68, so this is 69. 60s is a pretty healthy price. Uh, national average gasoline, $3.18. That's up $0.04 cents from last week. And here in good old California, $4.39 a gallon, same as it was last week. Kansas, I always like to pick a really low-priced place, $2.92 per gallon. So it would be nice to live there when you're pumping your gas. The KPP Premium Newsletter was, you know, is out available, so it's out every Friday. I send it out Friday. We're going to be changing that. We just want to let everybody know we're going to be changing that to Saturday, Saturday morning because it's very difficult for me to get it out in the morning with all the information I'm trying to update it with uh, on Friday morning's information. It's getting very difficult, and we thought it would be just be easier if I can take my time during the day Friday to get everything I want in there and just have it appear in your box on Saturday. So expect that, okay? The, uh, on the newsletter this week, we always have the first section uh, is the market condition section. The market had a strong August, and it achieved several new highs in the month and in the indexes. Also, the market has risen seven months in a row. I mentioned that, which is near a record. So, however, the last few decades, September has been known for being a weak month. And here we are, moved into in September. So, we'll see. August since 1987, this history has taught us that August is the worst month. But before that, it was one of the best months. So, you just never know. But September is known for being weak. We'll see if we get our correction. Didn't get in August. Didn't. You just you can't time the market. You just don't know. Uh, you know you can. I can give you broad strokes of what you know what the markets do and certain seasonalities of, of the year, but I can't. You know, no one knows. You can't. You can't. So I talk, I also brought up all the economic numbers that came out this week. I like to touch them based on the important ones. I mentioned um, uh, several things about wages. Uh, I don't know if you've seen and been paying attention. Walmart, CVS, and a few others, major companies have, are raising all their minimum, all their starting wages to $15 an hour across the board. These are big, big employers, so that's another sign of inflationary pressure. Um, let's see. Uh, management portfolio section. Everyone's constantly looking for the big one stock that makes them millions, but... Sure, you'll hit a home run. I mentioned it. You'll hit a home run every so often. But a winning a winning portfolio management system is meaning you get lots of base hits, not always a home run. That's what you really want. You manage a whole portfolio. And I gave some rules that help you manage a portfolio stocks. Buy no more than 5% of any one stock. Stay within a target of no more than 15 18% of any one sector. Spread the positions in different sizes of companies, different market caps. You know, I explain in great detail in the newsletter if you want to get that. 
Two stock ideas this week, as I do every week, two stock ideas. A U.S.-based uh, leader in fire, firearm manufacturing. Uh, the stock on Thursday was down 11%. So you can figure out which one that is if you wanted to find it. The stock currently trades at near its low end of its historical P.E. range. At the same time, it's having great sales. Hmm. I also have mentioned a specialty, a specialty retailer company principally engaged in the sale of sporting goods in the Western United States. Western United States. The P.E. ratio is 6.2%, far below their five-year medium of 9.6%. So even they've had a very good run-up, but maybe they're still cheap enough for you to think about. I gave, I, you know, every week we give out at least a couple of stock ideas in the newsletter. There's a lot of valuable information, okay? And you can subscribe to the KPP Premium Newsletter by going to investtalk.com. And after subscribing, you'll get the full report in your inbox, you will. Let's keep things moving. Swing back to the InvestTalk voice bank for a question that came in earlier. Hello, this is Duncan from New York. I have a quick question about stock ticker INMD. The company is InMode. It is headquarters in Tel Aviv. It deals with healthcare supplies or it's under that type of industry. Looking at the chart, seems like it's growing very strong and doing a couple of my other research, they do have a good moat. What I'm just wondering is when would be a good time to get in? So far, the research I've seen, the P.E. ratio is at 43, and I don't know what the industry average is. So I was hoping for you to kind of tell me a little bit about the stock and see what a good buy alert would be. Thank you very much. Have a good day. I think you said I am M. That's I, N as Nancy, M as in Mary, B as in boy. Ah, D as in David, because it, things weren't lining up. Okay, let's pull that out. There it is, M-Mode, limited. Israel is a seller of radio frequency devices used in minimally and non-invasive cosmetic procedures, women's health. Okay, I'd have to look into that. It's already had a really strong run. Uh, they're going to make $3.27 this year, made two eleven last year, $1.77 the year before, $0.68 cents the year before, and next year, $3.49. So it's had a very good, strong Increase in earnings. Sales also have been very strong growth. We've seen a lot of strong growth. 182% last quarter. 62% before that. 60% before that. Management still owns 27% of the company. Mutual funds, uh, about 44% of the company. And there hasn't been any newer new mutual, comes, mutual funds buying. It's about the same as they always have had. So return equity is very good at 41%. So the numbers are very strong. $5.2 billion company, no dividend. It's selling for 20 times book value, which we don't talk about much here. Maybe I should start talking about that again. Anyways, $133, going to make $3.49, way expensive, and you're way late to this party. Uh, I wouldn't be chasing it. This is chasing, clear chasing performance. That is a, you ever wonder why when you buy a stock, it falls? Because you heard about it. It's done very well, and you heard about it somewhere or read about it, and then you jump in. 
Well, you're the last person jumping in. Other people are selling it, have been in it for a long time. So when you buy it, you're probably the last person to hear about it. So don't buy, don't chase performance. Don't. Don't chase it because it's usually a bad strategy. Now, are there companies that just keep going up after you bought it, after you chase performance? Sure there are. Just tell, I'm just talking about what's the smart thing to do, not that you can't do it and not that you can't make money at it. But generally, you don't. It's a bad methodology for investing. So don't do it. Don't chase it. Okay? General Motors is halting production across all its lines, all its vehicles. There's just a couple of places that they're still trying to eke out. They're doing it because of a chip shortage. They're not the only one having this problem. All the other auto companies, there's a global shortage industry-wide. Okay, industry-wide. And one of the reasons was a huge demand for electronic devices because of COVID and people staying home. And that demand caused the shortage. It is, it, so it's, it's not something GM is facing. It's not something that a lot of manufacturers are facing. And now the shutdown's only going to be a week. It's not like they're shutting down for the rest of this, you know, into the fall. No, nothing like that. Just a week because they don't have all the chips they need. So uh, we know that. I've reported that on the show here that the auto companies, there's trucks sitting uh, waiting to be finished, waiting for the chips to show, and they're still having the same problem. So cutting down production for a week, they're hoping will solve the problem. We'll see if it does. Okay. Um, okay. Here in the Vest Talk at KPP Financial, we operate on a philosophy a philosophy of independent thinking and shared success. Okay, I, I try to pick a time during the show, during the podcast, that I can talk about us just a little bit. So how do we implement that philosophy? Well, we provide unbiased guidance. We practice parallel investing, meaning I buy the same things for myself as I do for the clients at the same price, same time. But me and Justin do that. Um, you know, we, we encourage you to take advantage of our free portfolio review. You know, we review to see what type of risk you're taking. See if that matches the risk that you want to take. Now, if you want us to do that, all you do is send an email and go or go to investtalk.com, investtalk.com, and click on the contact button, contact us button. That sends us that sends an email directly to me and Justin. Or you can call our office, our KPP Financial Office in Irvine, California. That's where we're located. That's between. L.A. County and San Diego County. We're in Orange County. Irvine's right in the middle of it. Well, probably more on the southern border of Orange County. If you need some help, we want to help you. If you just want to, you know, some reassurance that you're doing the right thing, we want to help you with that. Yeah, we'll help you with any way we can. You don't have to become a client. It's all free. This is Invest Talk. Let's go to another caller question. Uh, hey, Justin and Steve, appreciate what you guys do. And I was just wondering what you guys think of BlockFi. Uh, it's a platform where you can buy, sell, and earn cryptocurrency. But what they also offer is a BlockFi interest account where you can earn 7.5% interest on savings. And that would be the only reason I would sign up for this. When you deposit money with them, your USD is converted to GUSD, which is 
Gemini stablecoin. And from what I understand, Gemini stablecoin is pretty trustworthy from both a regulatory and compliance standpoint, but you know, it's not 100% guaranteed. Any light you guys can shed on this would be greatly appreciated. Thanks a lot. Okay, uh, they're gonna offer you 7% on savings account. I, I doubt that that's legitimate. I think they could do it for a while, but they can't maintain it. No one's paying 7% for savings, right? No one is. Are they, are they speculating on, on cryptocurrencies there, and that's how they're doing that? They think they can keep making the 7%? Is it FDIC insured, the money in your savings account? I doubt that it is, and I wouldn't do it. I, I wouldn't do it. Now, I don't know much about Block 5, but man, I would I'd be very skeptical about it because you know there are some platforms that are going to trade cryptocurrencies, and you know it's a very high risk, very dynamic, meaning very volatile type of industry. So be very careful. September has started, and Labor Day is a Monday. That means this is Labor Day weekend, and this is uh, this we're almost done with this show, so I get to start my Labor Day weekend here. So that means that the fall is coming. I love fall. Anyway, uh, moving pretty fast. We will be posting a special best of caller question on Monday, you know, for the podcast. So please tune in and download it if you would. For now, the long, fine long, phone lines are open. Eight 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 ninety nine chart. This is Invest Talk. Is your portfolio balanced? Is it optimized? Is it delivering the types of gains you want and need to achieve financial freedom? Well, turn up the volume because there are many questions that deserve unbiased answers. And Steve Peasley is here now, ready to take your calls live. 888-99-CHART. Hello, this is Ariel Alfaro. I'm like in deep in Texas here. I'm a recent and new investor, and I'm recently new on your uh, podcast here. I just want to know some simple tips. I'm doing Robinhood for now. I heard that was a great beginner stock portfolio type of thing. And I'm only doing like $75 every paycheck. It's around like $400 I invested so far. So, you know, can I have some tips or something? I can start off. I'm only 24. I really want to, you know, do something with this. Thank you. Okay, uh, well, thank you for listening. Appreciate it. Uh, you might want to stay away from individual stocks until you get that up to a few thousand dollars, simply because you've got to have proper diversification. And you can do that with an ETF or the index, like the Qs, which is NASDAQ 100, the SPY is a SP 500. When you do buy stocks, one of the basic tenets I talk about all the time is make sure the company makes money. Many people buy high flyers that have no idea what they're worth and they don't have earnings and everybody's talking about it. Stay away from that. You are not you are not well versed enough and you're just starting to know what you're even thinking about. Stick with companies that make money. Okay? I, I can't I can't tell you how important of a rule that is for the beginners. Until you are been around a number of years. And you have done, you've learned how to research stocks and understand what the 
the relationships are PE, P price of sales, return on equity, return on assets. Until you learn a bunch of those things, you you don't you shouldn't get involved with picking individual stocks. Really shouldn't. Just make sure your companies make money. And try not to overpay for them. And then you, that's a whole nother question. What's overpay? How much do I know what something's worth? Well, that's, that's difficult. That's very difficult. China establishing a new uh, exchange, stock exchange in Beijing. Brand new. Okay, they already have the Hong Kong exchange, but that's in Hong Kong. They already have a couple exchanges. But they want to establish a, 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 a financial center in the capital, their, their capital. What I find fascinating, a stock exchange, right, is a the hallmark, the 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 establishment of a free market system, right? Free market system, buying and selling stocks, and yet China is a communist country, so they moved totally away from the economic communist model. They just stay with it from a power structure from government. But the, the model of a communist model is supposed to be everybody's supposed to be equal and treated equally and get paid equally. and Everybody's equal, equal, equal. Well, not in a free economic system. And, and, he, and it's obvious why they've done it. Look how successful they've done moving their economy to a free, uh, a freer, it's not totally free, obviously, but a freer system. And I know a lot of you don't remember, but years ago, one of the reasons USSR fell apart is they couldn't feed their people, and it, you know the economy, the, the communist system they had in place was was making them uh, starving people, and their system was was shrinking. Same thing in China. People were starving. They had to import food from us for many years. They couldn't feed their system in their communist, they couldn't feed their people in their communist system. So here, I'm just pointing out, they're moving further and further away from a communist system to a free market system like ours because it's successful. That's why. So I just find that interesting. But they're going to have another stock market. It tells you how popular buying and selling stocks are worldwide, not just here in the United States. So, 888-99-CHART, 888, well, gee, we're out of time. Oh, gee, I'm out of time. Everybody, I guess we're done for the day. I'm Steve Peasley, and this completes another InvestTop program. Justin Klein and I thank you for listening all week. We appreciate that. Please tell your family, friend, members, and family members and friends. We appreciate that, too. So, if um, to give you an idea of the scope of InvestTalk audience, we are in all 50 states, and over 50 countries have, around the world have you know, citizens who've asked questions here on the program. We really enjoy that. You can get your downloads free from iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and be sure to review and rate us on iTunes. We would appreciate that. Independent thinking, share success. This is the best talk. Have a great holiday weekend, everybody. Because of the nature of the interactive dialogue inherent in the format of this program, it's important for the listener to understand that not all comments made will apply to them specifically. Nothing said shall be taken to be investment advice, or shall statements on this program be considered an offer to buy or sell securities. Such advice is rendered solely on an individual basis. 
and at times will require that the investor review a prospectus before investing. InvestTalk is a copyrighted program of Klein Pavlis Peasley Financial, a registered investment advisor, which retains all rights. For more information regarding KPP's investment advisors, call 1-800-557-5461. Steve Peasley is President and Justin Klein Chief Executive Officer of Klein Pavlis Peasley Financial. And they thank you for listening and welcome your comments or questions on our 24-hour listening line at 888-99-CHART. 888-99-CHART. 